Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, the next moment, help me. Help my voice. Amen. Help my voice. And I'm happy that uh, today I'm playing second fiddle to Reverend Tokula. Amen. So today is Arome Square. Ministering is Arome Square. So continuing grace, yes. So I'll just start. If the voice decides to stop, I'll just give him the button. And he will finish it. I know his voice is still there, man. It's still there, but okay. Glory to God. Let's open our Bible to the book of Acts 13. Just wait for the verse. Wait for the verse. I want to continue from where I stopped yesterday. Um I'm, I'm already so glad and, and I praise God for the opportunity to be able to preach some things in my heart in this year's camp meeting. Usually it's after camp meeting or before camp meeting I get to preach my messages. Yet, I'm also going to finish it. Right? Because the first section is ending today. Amen. Um, but then, right? Stay tuned in. Amen. And uh, you hear me finish the message. Say amen. <clears throat> First, let's look at Acts 13, verse 42 and 43. And when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that these words, that we're going to major on this evening, these words, what are those words? Might be preached to them the next Sabbath. And when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in grace. Persuaded them to continue in grace. So, we'll be on it since Monday. Um, so, uh, I want us to look at those words. You see, one thing that irritates me is that when somebody stands and says, Are there? If you just say, maybe grace. You know, I say, to me. Are you getting me? To me, this is what grace is. When you say, hope. To me, this is what hope is. That is you. That is you. And that is pride. Just because to you, that word grace is does not make it correct. So, when we say continuing grace, and when we talk about grace, and we are taking it from Acts 13, it's expedient to go back to that Acts 13 and see what Paul had preached. Amen. That so stirred their heart that they were saying, please come and preach to us next Sabbath. Then Paul took time, and it took time it took time to persuade them to continue in it. And of course, you know why it took time. Because whatever Tokula was telling me, or I think it was Tokula, that the Jew, they were schooled in the law for 3,000 years. You're the one that told me that, yes. 3,000 years. Handed down from generation to generation. That this is the way of righteousness. Now for you to wake up one morning. Amen. And start saying that. The way I've changed. Man, you need grace. You need anointing. It's, it goes beyond just your eloquence. There have to be a spiritual backing. To break those strongholds. I always say this. I said that all our life, 
Okay, we, we, I've always loved mathematics, arithmetic. Let me say arithmetic. Right? So all our life, we are taught that one plus one is two. One plus one. Answer me. One plus one. Two plus two. Four plus four. Eight plus eight. Sixteen plus sixteen. Thirty two plus thirty two. Six four plus six four. You know, some people, their voice are, <laughs> see, see, as some people, their voice after going down. Let others talk. Amen. Now, let me tell you something. I'm a Christian, I'm a believer. Right? I believe in believing. When you walk up to me right now, no matter love eventually. Amen. And I expect the anointing of God upon him. And that's why I'm allowing him to come up here this evening. If you say, Reverend, you know one plus one is three. Reverend <laughs> uh, uh, I know you cannot lie, but you need to prove you need to prove it to me. You know, I will show you, I will show you. I, I know the Reverend Tukula talk. Excited, I will show you. One plus one is three. I said, I am waiting. Then, if truly is correct, you have to go through a lot of things. Because it has taken me 52 years. Not even 3,000 years. 52 years. To take that 1 plus 1 is what? 2. Amen. And yet, people are still following the law. And it takes, it takes, right, persistent perseverance in the scriptures to break the stronghold. And you must do it with a graceful attitude. Amen. You must do it with a graceful attitude. Because, listen, it's not winning an argument. I mean, what does it benefit me if I win the argument and I lose you? It's not winning the argument. Glory to God. But then if we're going to succeed in this perilous time, we are going to walk in grace. We are going to continue in grace. I want to say it again. In this time, we are going to succeed. If we are going to stand out, if we are going to be that city set upon the hill that cannot be hidden. If we are going to be the salt of this world. We are not going to be taking sides. Let me try this side. What's it? Okay, let me try this side. We are not going to be taking sides. We are going to be standing with the truth. We are not going to be taking sides. I'm not going to take side. Now we talk about Nigeria. Let's go back to Nigeria again. I'm not taking side with PDP. I'm not taking side with APC. I'm not taking side with labor and any other thing. I have a stand. Don't shut me down. I'm preaching well. I'll say it time and again. I, I do not articulate. No. And I'm not a bat. God forbid. Amen. And I'm more obedient. For who are you? I am Christ-like. I have, I have a stand in Christ for this nation. And even if I'm like a few teachers this evening, we are called, amen, to help in any of the political parties. Amen. It's not taking side with them. We are not there to you say, okay, God say I should wear it. So anything you say, I say, no. We stand for Christ. If you like, don't say amen. Yeah. Yes. No, we are. I stand for Christ. What are you talking about? I'm a Christian. I am righteous. Let me say it right there. I know some of you. I know. I am a Christian, righteous before I'm a Nigerian. Let me try this side. 
I'm a Christian. Righteousness of God. Before I'm a Nigerian. Not going to compromise my Christianity for Ghana must go. No man will take the credit that they make me rich. None. And I am the money man. And I do not suck up to any politician for anything. I'm the money man. They will be the one looking for me because there is something value. Thank you. There is something I have that they need. A man in honor that does not know is like a beast that perished. And I'm not such. And I believe you are not. God has given us honor. It's not pride. He taught us this evening. God has given us honor. Let me just say this. I know my time is going. I know the last session. 1999, when Obama Senior became the president of the country, right? Um, a man of God, right? Dr. Paul, right? Let me say that, uh, that when he was um, when he was in a, a copper, the president then was a prisoner. And he had access to him. And he was nice to him. Because Dr. Paul, I mean, was a copper as a doctor, medical doctor. So now that he had become the president, he had access to him. And we, we came out of and Hill in, in Abuja, where we're coming to start church. Eventually we came out of 2002. Right? So then every uh, my, 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 my mom was around, my mom was attending his church. Anytime my dad was in Abuja, then attend his church. So he knew them, was talking to them. So one day I came and we met that day. I'll take you to the president. I'll take you to the president to meet him. I said, no, sir. He said, but why? I said, because if I, 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 all of us, we know Pastor just manifestation there. If you take me to you right now, I say, oh, you just look at me as one of those people look, coming, looking for what Ghana must go. One time he was hearing that people were looking for pastors that follow him, looking for permits to open university. I remember all those years. I said, oh, God, no. I said, it's not a time. I don't believe the time for me to meet the president. When is the time? Right? There'll be something in me he is looking for. That when I come, he's on a better stand. He's on a better stand. I may not know many things. Amen. But I know what is in me. And it's by grace. I know I am a vessel of what? Mercy. Can I hear you say that? I know I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I don't care how you look at me. I know God sees me absolutely flawless. So, anywhere I walk, into any country I walk into. Amen. I don't care whether my skin is black. I don't care whether I can speak in their own accent. Don't bother me. Can they speak Igala? I walk into the place with my shoulder high. Because in the midst of everything, I tell myself, Arome, there's something in you. That the world needs. I may not have everything. But there's something in me. There's something in me. Acts 13. 
verse 32. I'm going to read down. What did Paul preach? Let's hear these words. I can't read everything, but just pick up some from here. And we declare unto you glad tidings. Say glad tidings. I know my own voice is affected, but I don't think your own voice is affected. Can I hear you say glad tidings? Question. Right? You are a sinner going to hell. Is that glad tidings? In your village. That's sad tidings. I think it was last year camp the most he was saying. Right? I know I took time to go through not all, but almost all the message of camp meeting. Right? Last year, when I was in Ghana, it was a good time, amen. What's that day? Some of us, right? We are preaching to Christians as if they are unbelievers. And I like what you say. You see, when you see people hurting, all we want to do is what we, you want to help them. So you are not thinking of value because you feel, oh, oh, they don't have anything to offer. Oh, they are poor. Oh. Well, is that how you see people? Now let me ask you, how does God see them? That is how you should see them. Then you can be a good minister. So thank you. Somebody worth dying for. I told you yesterday, I can give everything. I think, I'm still thinking, it's still a very little thought with a lot of question mark behind. I think I can die for you. I think. Don't blame me. I think. But what can I know? Amen. I'm not giving up this salvation for you. No. I'm not going to hell for you. No. I'll keep my everything. I can do everything for this guy, but there's a way. I'm just being truthful. Good news. How do you see them? Glad tidings. So, what is this glad tidings to people for that 3,000 years? They were under the yoke and the burden of the law. You know, Bible call it a yoke. And Bible call it a burden. The law. What was the good news? Um, uh, can you see, Richard have Jackpot now. Of the spirit of jackparism. So I always use Richard for my example. He has Jackpa. Emmanuel, please come and beg. Please put your hands together for Emmanuel. <laughs> Let me make you laugh. You may not understand it, but he understands it in the tribe. In the tribe. <laughs> so, amen. Imagine that, eh? Come, come and be a yoke. He's a pastor, so. As you do your yoke, do it with uh, do it with what with what with wisdom and charisma. Come and be a yoke on him like that. <laughs> and he can fight too. No, I, my press is small now. Press is small. <laughs> now, Emmanuel is under a yoke. I know Emmanuel is big. I don't know whether you know. A man that is a house boy, you may think you can fight him. You may not be able to. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. <laughs> eh? If they choke, hey! But no, it's your girls that can fight. Your guys don't like fighting. Your, your guys, <laughs> but. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> Just a guy. Jessica's cutting has changed. <laughs> Nobody understood that said it did it. <laughs> so 
But let's assume that Emmanuel cannot overtake him, overcome him. Emmanuel have tried, he cannot, for 3,000 years. Sama, what will be the good news from this scripture? What will that be glad tidings declared to Emmanuel? Look at me, it's very simple. The yoke is what? Broken, broken, broken. That's out of Vietnam. Relax. <laughs> the yoke is what? Broken. When Emmanuel heard this for the first time, after 3,000 years, he said, eh? Ah, thank you. Are you sure? When I told when I called my wife, you know, I was trying to call my wife. She was still busy in my call, busy in my call. That went Xavier Saga. <laughs> so I now sent her a message. Then I said, Xavier be fine. You know the first thing that came out of my mouth? I'm out. He said, Am I sure? I said, Yes, I just spoken to him. Oh, yeah, call him, call, call him. You know that kind of are you you know, am I are you sure? He's gone. I, I really want the message to drop without even him saying it. The glad tidings. How that the promise which was made unto the fathers. So there's a promise of a deliverance from this law. A deliverance from this bondage. That promise has been fulfilled. Well, don't move. God has fulfilled the same unto us, their children, in that he has raised up Jesus again, as it is written in the psalm, that at my son, this day have I begotten thee. So that prophecy in the psalm, that at my son, this day have I begotten thee, is not talking about when Mary gave birth to Jesus. No, it's talking about when Jesus Christ rose from the dead. And that time, promises, let me use that language, but the best thing to actually say is, the promise. The promise was fulfilled in us. The promise was fulfilled. The yoke has been broken. No, let's let's remind ourselves again. One more question. One more question. What is the name of this yoke again? Thank you. I, I'm happy you got that because some people just say sin. No, no, no. The law. The law. And this law, the Bible says, is the strength of sin. This promise has been fulfilled. Move on, move on, 34. 34. And as concerning that he raised him up from the dead, now no more to return to what? Corruption. He said to this wise, I will give you the sure mercies. Mercies of David. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. You know what is you know what he was calling upon? Show mercies. I have a message like that. I'm not going to go into it right now. Amen. But they show mercies, and it's called it show. It's show mercy. In Jesus' resurrection, the law was broken and defeated for us. Sure mercy came upon us. Nothing to do with what I have done. Move on. Move on. You explain further. Wherefore, he said in another psalm, that will not suffer thy holy one to see corruption. For David, after he saved his own generation by the will of God, fell asleep. That means he died and was laid unto his fathers and saw corruption. It means that his body decayed. But you see, David gave this psalm as though he was speaking to him about himself. But then he was a Psalm about Jesus. But David had stood on this on his earthly walk and had a lot of deliverances. A lot of deliverances. Said the Lord on my right hand. Amen. 
Because I, mean, I have set my face upon the Lord. Psalm 16. Because it's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. He's my covenant partner. I shall not be moved. That would say, he's at my right hand. He's my covenant partner. I shall not be moved. I will not, my soul will not be left in hell. So all my desires, amen, will come alive. Say amen. That's the first sight fulfillment of the prophecy. My soul is not left in hell. I do not see corruption. Move on. You see, you see how beautiful it is. Still be, love still be dead on. But he who raised, who God raised against son of corruption, 38, be it known unto you. Therefore, men and brethren, when you see a therefore, be careful to look and see what is therefore. I've been saying that here. Yeah. I, I borrowed it from someone. I think was it can I couple or somebody? Okay, it's now my own. I've said it two, three times. It's now my own. In the words of God, work. When you see a therefore, just pause and see what is there for. Therefore, based on what he has said, based on the fact that Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, and the law was broken. And the sure mercy had come upon us. Amen. Men are brethren. That through this man is what preached. The word preached, the word declared. It's a dictionary word. Declared. Announced. What is being announced? Shout it out. What is being announced? Thank you. What is being announced? No, they wait. You are right. Listen, we are announcing forgiveness of sin. So it's not that oh, do this and be forgive me. No, we are announcing that your sins are forgiven. Let, let me try this side again. Sorry. We are announcing that your sins are forgiven. We are not saying repent of your sin and be saved. No, we are saying your sins are forgiven. Accept this truth. Through Jesus, forgiveness of sins are declared. That was quite contrary to what this guy was preaching. There's another one. Another one. Move on. Emmanuel, you can go back and say you are free. Let the Lord, let the Lord remain dead a little bit. Because if I ask him to stand on my Lord, you resurrect the Lord. Instantly. <laughs> so, well, I, I, I understand everything the Bible is saying from the Bible, but, but how, how can it be now? How can it be that my sins are forgiven? I don't even do anything. No. Let me even ask you what do you think you can do to pay for your sin? The wages of sin is death. I don't care how small you think the sin is. Those of you, you sin has been divided into categories in your life. It's not just a small sin. It's a small lie. Just a small lie to get out of that problem with my wife. Just a small lie. Do you all get away? Do you all get a small lie? So my boss will know it's just a small lie. The penalty for that lie is death because the blood is needed for sin to be remitted. Not atoned for, remitted. 
and, and no matter how small the sin is, for it to be remitted, blotted out as though it never existed, is the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Because blood is the proof of death. I've always said this, that our God is a God of justice. Who agree with me? So, let me tell you this. If you go to meet a judge, right, and you, you stole a chicken, right, you are hungry, your, your parents are dead, and your, your, your junior sister is there with you, and she's just crying that she's hungry, she's hungry, she's hungry, and you don't know what to do, you don't know where to get money for. And you see this chicken just, 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 just annoying you. Look, go, go, go. So you just went and just caught the chicken. George, honestly, I did not even eat that chicken. Though. My sister ate everything. Even I'm still hungry right now. We say, oh, come on. It's just hunger. No, that, that is an offense. The judge said, well, I don't know, sir, judge, for, for, for stealing this chicken, I sentence you to death by hanging. Now, question now. What is wrong with that? Thank you. The penalty you feel is too much for the sin. Ah! Everybody say, ah, George, chicken, ah! The boy not even eat the chicken. <laughs> so you... That is not justice. In any country, you hear that. You say, no, that is not justice. Something is wrong here. You and we start protesting. Human rights without shouting. Putting pressure on the government. Now, God who is the judge of all. Don't you think he's a God of justice? So Moses, tell me something. Just help me out. Right? All the men of God, help me out. If my sin, I go to hell, right? The weight of sin is dead, I go to hell. And I'll be separated from God after a thousand years in hell. If it fully paid the price of the sin, don't you think God will say, no, he has paid the price of the sin. Let him come out. You understand my language? So, you believe that God is a God of justice. How come after a thousand years, people don't come out of hell? Thank you, sir. Because after a thousand years separated from God, you have not fully paid for that sin. Amen. You cannot pay for sin. That's why you come, you'll be separated from God for eternity. Because you are trying to pay for your sins. And that's why people are going to go to the lake of fire and burn yourself and rest on. I don't care when any of this new, new religion are teaching that there's no hell. Hey, don't wait to cross over for you, for, before you know for sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we went to Ghana. Myself and Opera years ago. So we went to those, those spots where they, they slavery, this thing. Man, when I went through that, how they call it, tour, I told that Opera, I said, no, I shouldn't have come here. I shouldn't have come here. You see, the hatred I was just building in me, and the boy speaking it, a young boy about 27 years old, he was so eloquent. The way he was just talking and of course, I didn't preach it to him immediately. That's so why he needed it too. 
She was a lot of things. There's one place. Man. If you go to Ghana, don't go there. It's, it's a, 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 wooden, a wooden gate that opened to the sea. And you, 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 you then there will be sheep. You know what was written on it? Road of no return. Or gate of no return. Every black person that passed through that gate never came back to Africa. And I say, these people were bold enough to write it. Oh man, that's our death is so. It's a gate of no return. If you cross it without Christ, You know, I was talking to Eva to Clyde this morning. The people have teachings, okay, there's no more hell, there's no more this. God. <laughs> there is hello. And that place called hell there is even a transit camp. At the white throne judgment, everything will be turned over. To the lake of fire, that bonnet will suffer and brainstorm. Bible says this is the second death. I carry thought you are a man of grace. I am a fully world to war man of grace. I'm just telling you the truth. The grace is this: that sin. Has been taken away. I didn't hear you say it became man. Yeah. If you come and believe what Christ has done for you, you escape it forever. If you try to pay it yourself, God will protect your right to pay it yourself. He's a God of justice. And you spend eternity paying it. And I won't say it again, no. Eternity has no end. It's not a church trick, amen, of using fear to control people. It's the truth. Are you still with us? Okay. Don't sleep off. God, I, 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 even myself, you've let me lie down like this for a long time. Yeah? You can't blame you. <laughs> I'll cross over. I'll cross over. When you wake me up, I'll stand up. It's not my fault. Can you make me lie down when my body is tired? The last thing I want to say here, my time is gone. And by him, all that believe are justified declared righteous or made right from all things from which the law of Moses could not justify you. <laughs> you, know, you know the way I like reading this place. All that believe in him are made right in all things. In all things. What the keeping of the law could not do. This man's death, burial, and resurrection, and all that is required of you is to believe him. We declare you, we you mark you correct in this life. This was the gracious word he was telling them. Don't your never say in this life. Because of Christ, I am marked right. Because of Christ, I say that strongly. Because of Christ. Now, don't tap on that person because sometimes they are on their phone. You think they are writing notes, they are, they are on Facebook. You can go back. The law, you can go back. Thank you. Put the, put the hands together for the, the law.
Man, I've been enjoying his freedom since. Are you type your neighbor? Just, just, just get him to just wake up. Say, stop, stop, right. If the guy is pinging, say, stop pinging. Say it louder so I can hear you. Okay. Hey, hey, say it louder. Man. Who is pinging? Jamie, you are pinging. It's a setup. So tell your neighbor, sir, I've been made right in all things by Christ. I've been made correct. Glory! Ten more minutes. Colossians, Colossians 1 from verse 12. Glory! We have been marked right in life. Giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet Old King James, New King James, which has qualified us. Please give me New King James. Let's, let's turn to Robert Oculas. Robert, when you come up stage, this is what I want to say. Amen. Give me thanks to the Father who has what? Qualified us. No, look at it. In the way, forget about Aramay right now. Look at what the Father qualified you. Tell your neighbor, the father has qualified me in this life. <laughs> Say it again. Say, the, the father has qualified me in this life. I mean, the father has qualified you. Who is he that disqualifies you? Giving thanks unto the father who has qualified us. Or, okay, give back to King James. Made us be to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. I feel like fire burning in my heart. <laughs> I am qualified for the inheritance. Ah. Oh, glory, glory, glory. I am qualified for what? The inheritance. The inheritance of the saints in light. The inheritance that came upon Christ. The very inheritance that came upon Christ. The Father has qualified me for it. Galatians, just stay here, stay here, please. Galatians 3 14, put it in, a, in, in another way, the same thing. Say that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Christ. The blessing came upon us through Christ. The blessing, the very power. That raised Abraham out of nothing into everything. Thousands of years have come and gone. We are still talking about Abraham. A man that by the time he was 70, amen, his wife had not given birth. He was still in his uh, father's prosperity cycle. Just a pretty woman. But he chose a barren woman. Who was saying it earlier on? I think of it. Was it Ophi? Yes. Or was it? I think it was, no, it's Ophi. Sophia football. Like you, you score, you score three on goals in a match. Something is wrong. No, something is wrong. It's called bad, 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 bad luck. <laughs> it's a bad omen. No, no, watch your poop on your head. You kick, you hit, you hit your right, right leg or probably stone. One black cat run across your way. Something is not right. Three village people. Then they follow you. No, three uncle. And they are still leading you in the match. Something wrong with that guy. Eh, within 60 minutes. 64 minutes, that's it. Out of 90 minutes, 64 minutes, you have scored a hat-trick against yourself. 
Drop the guy. No, no, no. I believe in the blessing. I really believe the blessing. And I know that there's a supernatural power of God that raises people up. I also know that there's a counter power that pulls people down. If I don't believe that, I'll not be here preaching. And we, we, we come here standing in faith to walk in this supernatural power of God that raises people up. Take you out of what? The pits. And put you in a place of prominence. In a place of prominence, he will take oh, uh, Doctor Shevun. I met Doctor Shevun in the in the in, in New York, right? The first time I met him, he was a doctor in one of the hospitals there. I had program. He's a pastor, also. I had program for him. One day I came, he was giving his testimony. He was crying. He said, "I am an Ajegule boy. Ajegule boy." I find it difficult to go to primary school and secondary school. Yeah, but God raised a Jekule boy. At that time, one of the number one psychiatric hospital in New York, he was the director. He was the head. He was the head. No, 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 no. I mean, he's Nigeria, Nigeria. He does not speak with an accent. He speaks Nigeria. But when the favor of God comes upon you, can let me talk to this guy. I said, when the favor of God come upon you, it will lift you up, amen. Out of the pit to a place of prominence. Hallelujah. We give thanks to, the, to God the Father that have delivered us from all those things that make people fail. Go back. Uh, 14, 14, uh, 13. Right? Sent in light. Go read there. Who has delivered us? Who has delivered us from what? The powers of darkness. That thing where they follow you. Tell them I'm delivered from it. Can, they, can you shout like they can hear you in Sokoto? Say, I'm delivered from it. It's not by my power, it's not by my might. He has delivered me from the powers of darkness and has translated me into the kingdom of his dear son in whom I have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins. Hey, brother, this is grace. This is grace. This is grace. Grace. This is grace. He has delivered me. I don't know how. He did it, amen. I just believe. I may not be able to follow and see how all the anger. I just believe. Thank you, Lord, for doing it for me. That thing that makes people fail, I'm delivered from it. That thing that makes people poor, I am delivered from it. That thing that makes people sick, I am delivered from it. It's called the powers of darkness. I'm delivered from it. It's so pathetic. You see, people, they will struggle two things, you know, as they're just breaking forth. Breaking forth. You think that they are reaching a place of just comfort. You know, they just was just very small pain. Just ignored it. You are going to say, ah, okay, let me just check. The doctor, I don't know. Yesterday I felt one pain. Doctor, you are was okay. I saw one small goat there on the inside. Um, okay, there's not let me just see. Come back in a week's time. Yeah, come back in a week's time. Said, eh. I think we need to do some biopsy. And uh, anyway, suddenly. I think that was in May, in May or something, before I went to the U.S. That's how somebody in church here told me about the sister-in-law in National Hospital. And I went there with Chichi and Richard. And when I came there, I even met one seven member. You know, you know, you know that lady used to work with Jumai. You know that Jumai 
He did that. You might have married the officer, right? You know that, that smaller one? I don't I, I, I that. Eh? Is it, or is that sister? I don't know. Well, I know he's seen that. Yes, I saw. I saw. I said, I heard that you had the one coming. So I waited to see you. And I told the lady, I said that she had leukemia. I will be glad to speak to her. Amen. Even this morning, the husband sent me a message. We began to speak to her. And we ministered to her under the touch of power of God. So that she can get the book and not upon me online. I told Richard to get more things to her because I was traveling. I went, I think I did about six weeks. I came back in July preparing for the Raqqa Healing Convention. And I saw the ladies' text message. <laughs> After the prayers, we came back and checked. Right? You know, I said they could not find any trace of cancer in my blood. Still, in the church, they could not find a trace of any cancer in my blood. The husband teaching me this morning. We are delivered from the powers of darkness. Because that is a devourer. Who was preaching? Was that the big C? Who said that in, in this camp meeting? Referring to cancer. Uh, who said it? Said the big C. Maybe it's going to work. Is it going to work? It's, it's, no, no, no. No, no, I didn't use the word big C. I think it's called, I said the big C. It took people time to understand what you're saying. But you're good, they all say the big C. And the more you hear, cancer. You have even died before you died. <laughs> My time is gone. Amen. But listen, the price has been paid. This is the good news that Paul was declaring. That it's no longer by the keeping of the law. But because of this, the sacrifice of this man. If you are sick, you don't have to be sick anymore. If you are poor, you don't have to be poor anymore. Don't your neighbor that you don't have to be sick anymore. It's not church slang, it's the truth. You don't have to be poor anymore. A price has been paid for you. Imagine if if you are owing you are owing millions of naira, amen. And the big name came to town, and the the big name I'm owing millions of dollars, naira. So let me talk to him. I know he has declared himself an elder right now. So he, he talked with an elder voice. Let me talk to him. I will make him an offer. He cannot refuse. All these elders said they are mafias. So he now came. He now came. He now said, um, I heard that you are owing this brother. So I, this brother is owing you so and so. You know, he can't even turn it. He said, This brother is owing you. I heard that you are owing this brother so and so. He said, no, Yes, sir. Are you not hearing me? He said, No, I'm hearing you. Yes, I'm owing him. <laughs> How much am I owing him? Anyway, he now come and say, how much is he owing? You say 2.5. Say, uh, uh, what is that your you play with this one? What is that your account number, ma? You now call it. And I say, I have said to it, trouble him no more. Then as he is going, you look at your phone and you see 10M. You now say uh, uh, big name. It's 2.5. He said, I know. I overpaid. I overpaid. If for any reason he come back again, 
to borrow. Amen. You are not, he's not owing you. I mean, he's not owing you. You are the one owing him. That is how the forgiveness of sin is. It is past, present, and future. I'll, I'll use Jesus, my time is not finished. I'll use Jesus' parable to prove it. A parable of the good Samaritan. When he picked that guy, right, he took him to the inn, right? They, they, they treated him, did everything. He said, what is his medical bills? He said, ah, it's five, five million naira. It's okay. Uh, come, he now writes something, everything. Swipe his card, right? Unlimited access. He said, I have deposited 50M in the hospital account. Right? Payment and any other thing he will spend. Jesus actually said that. Any other thing he will spend before I return. If he goes beyond the 50M, Right? Don't charge it to him. Charge it to me. I did not, I did not say it. Jesus himself said it. When I come, I will pay you. Look at my card. Platinum. Unlimited. Credit line unlimited. I'm good for it. I know he will not spend up to $15 million. But in case he does. Let's start our feet. Yeah, neighbor, this is grace. Well, I don't know. Don't you know if you preach that way, people... <laughs> I don't even like hearing that statement. Nobody needs a license to do anything they do. Nobody. You just do it anyhow. But I know this only give people license to, to sin. Rather, it gives them the power to experience freedom. Lift up your hands. Continue in this grace. Keep listening to it again. Next, they had it all, but they say, Come and tell us again. Come and tell us again. Come and tell us again. So that you can settle. Thank you, Lord. One minute, talk to God. Calling him right to Clara. We'll take off in our calling now. Thank you, Lord. I'm supposed to enter Corinthian when he says his grace is enough. But time has gone. But see, God's grace is enough. His strength has swallowed up every of our weaknesses. That's what that place is saying. His strength has swallowed up every of our weaknesses. So when I stand in Christ, with our hands lifted, I have no weaknesses. When I stand with Nugwa, right, as married couple, there is no weakness. Yes, I don't have a womb. She has a womb. So, I can say, look at my son. Look at my daughters. I never took them in my I, I never carried them in my But I took them in her womb. They are equally my son. Daughters. They are even more mine. Than hers. Because I say so. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? They are. But you see. I remember you don't have a womb. I have a womb in her. I don't have breast milk. I have breast milk in her. Glory to God. 
So I mean, feel what to die in her in that area. But the strength swallowed up every of my weaknesses. God's strength, God's strength has swallowed up all your weaknesses. His grace is enough. 